Tatiana Jovanovic, the founder of the Humanitarian Changemakers Network. Welcome to Changemaker Q&A, where we answer questions from young Aussies about social change to better equip and empower you to change the world. If you have a question about making change happen, just head to the link in the episode description to leave us an audio or a written question, or head to humanitarianchangemakers.net forward slash podcast. No question is too big or too small. We can help you with anything from breaking into the social change sector, questions about specific topics or issues you don't quite understand, or advice on how you can best take action to make a difference in the world. Now, on to today's question. Today's episode is going to be a little different to usual. Instead of me answering your questions, I'm going to be the one asking the questions. Recently, I sat down with Bree, the Director of Grassroots Programming at Oaktree. Oaktree is Australia's largest youth-led international development organisation, and the work they are doing is incredible. So I thought it was only fitting that we shared this with you guys, especially if you're interested in knowing more about volunteering or working in the development sector. Even within the social change space, young people are often looked down upon, not valued enough or tokenized, despite our enthusiasm and potential to bring new ways of thinking to tackle global issues like poverty and injustice. But Oaktree is a great example of an organization that is not only smashing this stereotype, but also gets huge results in the work that they're doing. Oaktree is unique in their approach to tackling systemic poverty and injustice, which is something that makes their work so effective. If you think back to our framework for understanding social change, their work promotes systemic change at both the informal and formal levels. Their work at home in Australia promotes formal systemic change by allowing youth voices to shape policy and legislation that will address some of the root causes of injustice, so that we see changes in legislation and policy that ultimately address the root causes of these issues. But we all know that just because laws change doesn't mean realities change, which is why their work abroad with local community-based organisations promotes informal systemic changes by empowering young people to change their reality and promote a future without extreme poverty. So without further ado, I'll share with you our interview with Bree to answer some questions about empowering youth to tackle global poverty and injustice with Oak Tree. Hi everyone, my name's Bree. I am 21 years old and I am the director of grassroots programming at Oak Tree, which is Australia's largest youth-led international development org. Amazing. Mm. So could you tell us a little bit about the work that Oak Tree does? Yes, so Oak Tree um, has been around for a number of years now um, and we basically work in the youth empowerment space. So um, we work in three main ways. We work internationally in Cambodia and Timor-Leste running youth empowerment projects for young people. Um, We work domestically, we run education programs and initiatives for high school students and university age students as well. And then we work politically to lobby parliament to help, hopefully help with us to make a better future for Australians and our friends in the Asia Pacific. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I love about the work that Oak Tree does that I think is different to a lot of organisations is that you guys kind of target systemic injustice and poverty at both an informal level and a formal level. So you've got kind of like here in Australia, young people being empowered, getting involved in like policy and kind of like really addressing the root causes. But then you've also got like um, partnerships and organisations overseas where you're kind of changing like the realities for people. Could you maybe just speak to, I guess, 
um, more about the ways in which you do this and kind of how this has like a really holistic um, impact. So um, that is exactly one of the really cool things about Oak Tree is that we have this dual partnership in the way that we work and not many orgs in the space actually do that. Um, so obviously working with young people as well specifically makes us a little bit special. Um, our work overseas, we work in Cambodia and Timor-Leste predominantly. Our work in Cambodia, we have been partnering with an organisation called CAPE there for a really long time. Um, and they are an on-the-ground local initiative that we support financially and otherwise um, to run different programs. So at the moment, we're running a program called Kila, which is um, works with alumni from our past um, programming, which was an opportunity for high school students and university age students to get scholarships and funding to complete their education. So then alumni from that are now working through this program um, and now running workshops with younger high school age students and it's kind of come full circle where they're now empowering other young girls who are in the same position that they were in three, four, five years ago. So that's what's happening in our work in Cambodia um, with our lovely partners, Kate. And then over in Timor-Leste, we're working with an organisation called Faliha. Oh no, we're working with an organisation called Bafaturu on a project called Faliha. So Bafaturu, again, is a local initiative um, and Faliha is Tetum for Youth Leading Together. Um, and basically it's been a really fantastic opportunity for um, us to not only employ one young person on the ground in Timor, um, but also we have had around 50 participants in the program and it's been young people coming together um, and actioning to create change at a local level there. So working with their um, MPs and local members and things like that um, to create like political change within their environments. So that's our international work and then we bring that together with our work in Australia by empowering young people here to understand the context and to give them power to create change and to be aware of these issues and to know how they can actually take um, make a difference in them as well. Awesome. Yeah. What do you think are maybe some of like the missed opportunities that other organisations are missing out on by not engaging and empowering young people? I think that young people are so knowledgeable and so like innovative and other organizations tend to disregard young people and disregard the capacity of young people to make a difference. I think that obviously we're the largest generation of young people in history and there's so many of us and we're so well informed with everything that's going on in the world and also very well equipped to make a difference. The fact that we live in the world that we do right now is completely unprecedented and it means that we're in a really special place where young people are absolutely um, probably some of the most powerful people in the world if we were given a platform. So, Awesome. From like an organisational perspective, do you think that it's better to have kind of like youth-led and youth-run organisations like Oak Tree or do you think it's better to kind of have youth working in more than just like a trivial kind of um, way in other like larger organizations or do you think the space kind of needs both? I think we need both. Um, I think it's really important to not have such a like displaying like superficial version of youth participation within the space um, which is something that we can see in a lot of orgs they have young people involved but it's just to say hey this is the young person that we've employed how good are we um, without actually taking into account the knowledge and wealth of um, information that young people can offer and the perspective that they can offer um, so I think it's really important for existing orgs to definitely 
bring more young people into their organisations and value them for what they can contribute. But at the same time, I think having specifically youth-led organisations is really important as well um, because obviously we have a different take on things and I think we need young people and people who've been in the space for like a substantial amount of time to work together um, to have that fresh focus but also have that perspective and that experience. Awesome. So can you talk a little bit about Live Below the Line and kind of what it entails and how it kind of fits into the broader work that um, Oak Tree does? Yeah, definitely. So Live Below the Line is our largest fundraising campaign. It's very exciting. It's actually in its 10th year this year. Um, So it's a bit of a big deal. Um, It is essentially a challenge for Australians to undertake to live on $2 a day for five days and fundraise um, among their friends for that. So $2 a day obviously comes from the international equivalent of the extreme poverty line. Um, And while we understand that obviously young people in Australia are very unlikely to ever understand what it's like to live in extreme poverty, um, it's a bit of a a taste, a little bit of an idea of what it might be like. Um, the The campaign now... Um, has raised over $11 million in the past 10 years, which is huge and really exciting. And we've had tens of thousands of participants over the years and a lot of returning people as well. Um, The campaign allows us to do all of the work that I was just talking about. So it directly funds all of our work domestically and internationally um, and is kind of the backbone for that. Awesome. So I'm going to be participating in Live Below the Line and I have one question. Do I have to factor my four coffees a day into yes. a <laughs> I know, and that's the hardest part for everyone is just like you have to factor in your drinks, you have to factor in obviously water, we don't yeah. tend to count that, but like literally everything, including I coffee. I was thinking like, okay, the cheapest like coffee I can get at Coles is going to cost me like $2.90, <laughs> that's for 200 grams, and I was like, I will probably consume the whole 200 Let's grams, be real. <laughs> that's like so much. Oh. I know. Yeah, try and okay. find free coffee wherever you can yeah. is what I do as I always go looking for like the free tea and coffee and like take as much as I can without yeah. it being obvious okay so final question how can young people get involved and support Oak Tree amazing so there's lots of different ways that young people can get involved depending on the time that they have available um, and the skill level that they have and how much they want to be involved so obviously we have a huge network of volunteers across the country we have a head office in every capital city um, and we have over a hundred volunteers around the country at the moment which is fantastic so there's always volunteering opportunities available Um, we also obviously have live below the line and encourage everyone to jump on um, and get involved in live below the line it's a interesting experience but it's very fun and also you know helps you know that you're contributing to a better world which is amazing um, and then we also run our campaign is for change program. So that's a um, program that we run for university age students who are passionate about an issue and would like to create a campaign on it. Um, it's a series of two seminars. It's happening um, in a couple of weeks time actually. And we will be helping yeah, people create a campaign, um, a political campaign, fundraising campaign, whatever they like on whatever issue is important to them. And then we also have our student ambassador program. So that's for high school age students. Um, and it's a series of four workshops each semester. Um, which is a really beautiful sort of thing and a great way for young people to get involved. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brianna. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Changemaker Q&A. If you have a question about changing the world that you'd like me to answer, just head to humanitarianchangemakers.net forward slash podcast. If you enjoy the show, we'd really appreciate it if you'd leave us a review so that we can get the word out and equip and empower as many young people as we can to change the world. 
The Humanitarian Changemakers Network is a solutions media and education platform, so feel free to head to our website for plenty more news and resources to help you make change happen.